Now today's federal newscast, I'm Eric White. The Trump administration is relaunching the Federal Customer Service Awards Program. The prize recognizes federal employees who improve customer service at their agencies. The Obama administration began the awards in 2015. The Office of Management and Budget says agencies should expect to see guidance on the new awards in the next few weeks. Air Force commanders now have more leeway when promoting their best airmen. The Stripes for Exceptional Performers program is used to promote those who show potential. The Air Force is now increasing the amount of promotions or stripes commanders can award from 96 to 180. It's also adjusting the timeline so it can announce promotions earlier. The limitations on official time in the president's executive order could be a significant lift for some agencies, but not all. The most recent data from the Office of Personnel Management shows many agencies are meeting the administration's directive of one hour of official time per employee in an organization's collective bargaining unit. Both the Defense Department and the Interior Department have their official time rates down below an hour. Other large agencies like the Energy Department and NASA are close, but slightly over the administration's one-hour goal. The Government Accountability Office says the Defense Department overstepped its legal bounds with a billion-dollar cloud computing agreement earlier this year. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more. Senior Pentagon officials had already recognized problems with the other transaction agreement. In March, they scaled back the agreement with Rian Cloud to just $65 million and said only U.S. Transportation Command would be allowed to use it. But in a bid protest decision, GAO said that wasn't enough to fix the problem. Bid arbiters pointed to broader legal issues involving competition and said DOD should reverse the award award entirely. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. The Secret Service overpaid presidential campaigns by millions of dollars in 2016. The Government Accountability Office says it paid campaigns $17.1 million for charter flights, nearly $4 million too high. GAO recommends the Secret Service try to get that money back. Even without Russia, the nation's election apparatus is fragile and subject to cyber attack. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. That's according to FireEye, which warns election management systems are vulnerable to remote network-based attacks because they often run on old, unpatched PCs. Phishing attacks can hit election boards. Voter information is sometimes purloined and sold in bulk. Voting machines come in 57 varieties, mostly with weak passwords, authentication, and encryption. Elections are operated at the non-federal level, so Washington can offer guidance and grants. I'm Tom Temin. An interagency plan to comply with an executive order on mental health for transitioning members of the military gets the White House's approval. The Defense Department, Homeland Security Department, and Veterans Affairs Department are all contributing. VA is expanding its peer community outreach and group sessions that are part of 18 sites under the VA Whole Health Initiative to all agency facilities. Agencies check off two more items from the to-do list under the cybersecurity executive order. The list of recommendations to improve federal cybersecurity got a little bit longer this week. The Commerce and Homeland Security Departments released two reports required under the May 2017 cyber executive order. One report is focused on enhancing the resiliency of the internet, and one main recommendation is for the government to lead a public-private effort to establish an Internet of Things security capability baseline. The second report focuses on the cyber workforce, and one suggestion there is for OPM to give agencies more guidance to recruit a diverse set of cyber workers. I'm Jason Miller. Two federal IT nonprofits are merging. The Government IT Executive Council, or GUIDETECH, and the Advanced Technology Academic Research Center, or ATARC, are joining forces. Federal News Radio has learned ATARC will take over running GUIDETECH's major spring conference, and GUIDETECH's Board of Advisors will help with ATARC's research priorities. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.